Bible says that when we don't know how to pray as we ought, there was a pray, there was a way to pray. But when we don't know how to pray as we ought to pray, the Spirit of the Lord helps in our weaknesses. Uttering words, groanings that cannot be uttered. I wish you saw what just happened in the Spirit. You saw how we had to wage war against the Leviathan beast. And we command in the name of Jesus every water spirit. I release the judgment of heaven on you now. Saturate this house. I command now every water Leviathan beast at the count of three. Number one. Number two. Number three. We sentence you out of this place for just 60 seconds lift up your right hand every one of you I want to hear what I want to hear every demon that pretends and hide itself you've been in the life too long now I command you you foul spirit of heaviness I command you in the name of Jesus I command you to leave that body now. 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 I said I command you in the name of Jesus to leave that body now. In case the spirit is not here when I'm saying. I command in the name of Jesus. Every spirit that finds residence in the spine. In the name of Jesus. I command you out of this life and out of this building. Let's search them for the next 40 seconds. Set them for the next 40 seconds. Holy Ghost, set them. Adon Dreva Subari Gadiza. Before we even talk about the spirit of fear, every demon spirit 
of faith that look upon the full house every spirit of fear I command you even before the word comes forth there is no name under heaven by which we are saved by the name of Jesus Christ who God highly exalted and gave him a name that is above every other name that at the mention of the name of Jesus every knee should bow therefore the spirit of fear bow to the name of Jesus bow to the name of Jesus Lord we thank you in Jesus name and the church say amen give the Lord a big hand in this house hallelujah amen I, I, I took so long up so much time because I know my, my note is very short so I took all the time to amen would you project today all right so I'm gonna bring this down so I can see your, so you can see the screen all right amen church what a great joy to see dancing believers in a day and age where things are so expensive life is so you know it looks like going down south there are still believers that know how to praise God amen the joy of the Lord amen the joy of the Lord is our strength hallelujah Lord we thank you for your word the entrance of the word gives light and understanding we pray that we are blessed as we navigate the text of scriptures in Jesus name say amen. amen so this topic today will come from different angle come from a metaphysical angle come from a neuroscientific angle yeah I'm not a doctor so we'll talk about the brain yeah my, my doctorate is not in medicine so if I have anything wrong I've got the doctor here to correct me Okay, so we, we're coming from a metaphysical angle, neuroscientific angle, coming from a theological angle as well. Amen. Amen. We want to talk about this thing called fear. Um, the metaphysicists will tell you something different from the neuroscientists, and the neuroscientists will tell you something different from the theologian. I, I want to bring a very, a very balanced, I believe, theological position, and I, I hopefully you guys don't crucify me today. Because I might end up calling some things demons. <laughs> and the scientists will say, Apostle, that's heresy, but that's the Bible. Amen. Amen. Let's talk about overcoming the spirit of fear. Amen. And at the end of today, we're going to pray. Because the only thing that stops you from entering your prophetic destiny is fear. A lot of times, the reason why you are afraid is because no one, no one has done it before. And because you don't understand the principles or the practices of being a pathfinder, you are scared to start something. Do you know that some of you are not meant to be number two? Some of you are meant to be the one that starts. Pathfinders are those who find the path. But the reason why you haven't is because there is no template for you. And the reason why you cannot create a template is because you are scared. They're going to judge me just in case I fail. 
I don't want to touch something and lose it. But today we want to talk about overcoming this spirit of fear. Amen. Amen. Now say to yourself, say, I am born to win. I will not fail, and I will overcome fear. Thank you. So scan that thing there, if you can scan it this time. If it works, let me know. If you use an Android, well, bless you. If you use an iPhone, I know it's going to work with an iPhone. Is it working now? Am I in the way? iPhone, is it working? Android? Wow, praise Jesus. I don't know what Emmanuel did. I guess he prayed. All right. Overcoming. Somebody say overcoming. overcoming. If you look at the book of Revelation, one of the names you find is the word the Nicolaitans. The, the Nicolaitans were those whom John had written. They were oppressors of the church. From the word Nikaio and Latus. The word Nikaio means overcoming. Overcomers. And the word Latus from the word Lati. So the Nikaios are the overcomers of the church. These were the oppressors of the church. Whilst Nikaios were literal people in Bible days, there is a current Nikaio in the church, which is overcoming the believer. Amen. If you learn how to deal with fear, 99% of your troubles are dealt with. I'll tell you the reason why. Do you know the word watchman is not exclusive to, it's not exclusive to angels per se? The word watchman are both angels and demons. Are you hearing church? So when you hear the word I in the Hebrew, in the, in the Aramaic, which is the, the watchers or the angels, uh, the, the watchers are those who are called celestial beings. And even when they lost their first estate, they were still called watchers. And there are a lot of movies out there. You find some movies that talks about the watchers, the, the angels or the fallen ones. The watchers are spiritual, we believe, beings, being uh, uh, celestial beings. But it's interesting because... Um, Having read a lot of um, Greek mythologies and other theological work as well, you realize that, that fear is the watchman of your soul. Or, put it another way, fear is the, is the gatekeeper of your soul. If I want to make it as clear as I can make it. It's the watchman that opens the gates for other demons to come in. First stays by the gate of your heart or your soul and watches for any loop or cranny and watches at your vulnerable time, the time that you're not praying, the time that you just came, in your, I mean, just came out of the spirit and you're just very vulnerable. They find a way of opening your gate. Somebody say gates. So this is not like every other demon. What it does, it opens a gate and then invites other spirit to come into your mind. And that's the reason why if you can learn how to navigate your gate, your mind gate, you'll win the battle. Amen, church. Amen. So today, I want to talk to you about how demons operate. I'll talk specifically about the spirit of faith. And also going to give you the implications, how they affect the body, the soul, and the spirit. Fear can kill. And a lot of psychologists would use it as an emotional response. And, you know, um, I, I was studying yesterday the um, medical neuroscientific side. We, we call it, you know, hypothalamus, you know, um, balancing the body and, and all of this. You know, <laughs> I love you, by the way. I want to say something. I feel like 
When doctors cannot treat certain things, they give it a name. And they sign with a signature that I don't even understand. I feel like, I want to be very careful what I say. I feel like the problem with the contemporary church is medicating spirits. Because what the neuroscientist or the medical practitioner would tell you is to, well, take medicine and, you know, take five paracetamol and two ibuprofen and you, they are not dealing with the problem. They are calming the victim. So what the medicine does, it weakens you so you don't respond to the severity of, can you hear me still? So you don't respond to, since you can hear me, it's fine. So you don't respond to the severity of the issue. So what the medication does, it calms your body. Can you hear me still, guys? It calms your body down. And then the, the, the message comes to your body and the demons find a way of riding you. Demons are beings. And let me explain how this works for those of you that are here that are dealing with the spirit of fear. What fear does, we call it image. Let, let's read that slide. Anyway, let's go to the next slide. I don't want to talk. For God has not given us, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. That word fear there is not the word for you. From where you get the word phobia. The word fear is the word delia, which means timidity or shyness. But a lot of scholars argue this from the original manuscript and said, well, Paul could also mean phobia and timidity. But let's look at this context from spirit of fear as in phobia. I want to ask you a question. How many of you here respond very differently to, okay, how many of you here sleep with the light on? Okay. That's good. So a lot of you sleep with the light on. Is it because of fear? Okay, yes or no. Don't worry, it's not a Q&A today. So I won't give you the microphone. When I was younger, you know, I don't know how this light will cast this image. I'll be sleeping in bed and I'll see a snake on the wall. It's not a snake, it's a belt. But for some reason, this light is playing with my mind. So because I don't want images to be cast, so what I do, I put the light on. Fear. How many of you are afraid of death? That you're going to die? I like that. We'll be real, we're going to pray. One of the first steps of deliverance is admitting you're helpless. You cannot be delivered in pretense. How many of you are afraid of your known? Yeah, afraid of your known. We don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Good. All right, let's go to the next slide quickly. Now, fear is, psychologically, I would say, fear is an emotion experienced in response to a perceived threat or danger. So that natural response it is a basic primal emotion that serves as a survival mechanism, alerting individuals to potential harm and preparing the body for action. 
So they say it's a, an emotional response that prepares you for action. And it says that this reaction is often referred to as flight or fight. When this day comes, you're either running from it or you're waiting to deal with it. So that response, you know, do I wage war against this or do I run from this and fight another day? You know, like I mentioned the last time, whatever you refuse to contend today, like I said again, the serpents that you refuse to deal with in Genesis 3 will become a dragon in Revelation 12. If you refuse to deal with the serpent today, it will become a dragon tomorrow. So we need to learn to face our fear. Say to your neighbor, face your fear. There are a lot of reasons to be afraid. A lot of people are afraid for different reasons. Afraid of marriage. Afraid of relationship because the exes have been terrible. Afraid of trying new businesses because the last one didn't make money for you and you are in debt. Afraid of starting something because no one in your father's house or mother's house had ever been a pathfinder. Afraid of loving people because the last one who dealt with you messed up your heart. Afraid of starting something different. And a lot of you are wondering why you don't have a job. Because God wants you to start one. And a lot of times you are praying, God, why am I not getting the job? But God is saying, but I put something in your inside to start. So you realize that all the organizations you are applying for are telling you you don't qualify for this role. And you're thinking, but I know I'm qualified. And you know that God has put a business plan in your mind or in your heart. But you're just afraid to start it. Why? Because no one has ever done it before. You don't have context to compare. And because of that, you keep applying for a role when God is saying that you are an employer of labor. Amen. Amen. So we understand, they say, it's not a flight or fight. But today, we're going to find out today, if you will fly or you will fight. Amen. Amen. And I think a lot of us are tired of running. Yeah. We have to contend this one thing. You know, myself and my wife will be traveling sometimes. So I said to my wife, you know, I want to jump off the plane. Watch us pray for me. Because <laughs> I want to do it for real. One of those bum, uh, bucket lists. What's it called? Without parachute, by the way. Is the skydiving? Yeah, without the parachute. I want to do it. Yeah, I don't want to do it. I want to do out there. I want to fly down with the parachute. I'll fly down with the, with, no, the angels will hold me. <laughs> but I really want to skydive. Of course, with parachute. I don't want to die yet. <laughs> yeah. But it is something that I always wanted to do. But I always feel like if I do it, I'll die. I feel like, how about if the parachute just breaks or, or, you know, this thing or this guy just doesn't buckle this thing properly, you know, and I'm flying down and I'm, put no parachute, so, yeah, <laughs> so pray for me, I'm going to do it, uh, I'm, I'm serious, I'm going to do it, if you want me to preach again when I come back, pray. Now it says, flight or flight response at it prompts individuals to either confront the threat or escape from it. And the question to you today, how long will you keep escaping from the threat? How long will you keep running away from what you are designed to confront? There are things that if you don't confront it, you will never move. There are some things that you cannot sweep under the carpet and say, well, next time. No. Because once you unlock that part of your destiny, every other part begins to unfold. So there are, there are things you have to hold by the horn and war against. Are you hearing me? 
Because until you deal with that thing, no door is going to open. So there is no next without dealing with your ex. Are you hearing? Now, fear can be triggered. Now, this is the part I want to talk about. Everyone fears. But what is responsible for the fear? Some call it stimuli, you know. And, and this is what I want to talk about, the spirit of fear. There is something that triggers this emotion. Some don't say fear can be triggered by various stimuli, including external events. Imagined scenarios. External events, we know that. Imagined scenario. When you just think that, no, I can't make it. Do you know how demons act? Demons are powerless. Or spirits are powerless without words. If you confess it, they will run with it. Spirits are activated by words. When God said, let it be, there was. You must understand that the word of a believer is prophetic. And prophecy is not just communicative. Prophecy is creative. Once you release a word, negative word, and that's the reason why many of you Africans, you have to be delivered from the words of your parents. Because they said it by just see your big head, like your father's head. And guess what? And I'm not joking. And you are following the footsteps of a father. I'm not even joking. African parents will say to you, look at your head, you're good for nothing. And they wonder why their children are good for nothing. You said it to them when you were angry. And that's why you parents, you siblings, be very careful what you say when you're upset. Because the enemy is looking for that word to proceed out of your mouth. Once it does, it runs with the word. And a lot of people are suffering the consequences of the mama's frustration. Yes, your dad got your mom pregnant and left and you cost the child. And you wonder why the child has become a serial rapist. Because he cost the child, you be like your father. Do you know that some of us, we haven't been delivered, we just cover the scab. You know when you have an injury, it doesn't really heal just as a scab. That's deception. We have to deal with the roots. Amen, church. So like I said before again, you know, imagine scenario. What do you think of? Have you ever thought, do you know it's easy to think of being broke than to think of being wealthy? Think about it. You spend more time thinking about how you're not rich. You're broke. You don't have enough. Have you ever stayed and thought about the wealth that you can have? So you realize that imagine scenarios is easy for the negative. Have you thought about generational blessings, only generational curses? What do you, what do you imagine? Have, have, have you guys really stayed and thought of what God has proposed for you? And once you have that space, you have fear coming. Because the devil is looking for a host. Let me help you here. The devil cannot work without possessing a body or a being or an object. And what you don't realize is that when the thoughts come, I just want to love on you, Auntie Emma. You didn't tell me your mom was here, Amanda. Yeah, I'll punish you later. <laughs> All right, see how it works. Thoughts. Very interesting, hear me. When you think you create an avatar, follow me, I'm being a bit scientific here. Thoughts are not just mere emanations. When you think you create, the creative genius of a man is his ability to think 
when you think you create a whole being, hear me, it could be an avatar. It could be, it might be even psychological. But hear me, when you think you create, and what demons do, they find a space that can host them. Are you hearing me? No thought is wasted. Are you hearing me, church? No thought is wasted. So by the time you start thinking about all the evil going on in the world, and you are thinking while life is miserable, because you are the product of your thoughts. As a man thinketh, so is he. So whatever you become is a product of your thought processes. If you think broke, you'll be broke. If you think wealth, you'll be wealthy. With the right company, of course. So you are a product of your thoughts. Because spirits are always looking to activate thoughts. Good or bad spirits. Bible says that, uh, you know, it is what, it's not what goes out, it's what comes, in, what comes out of a man or what goes that defies a man. Now, we need to realize what thoughts are. What the Bible says is that casting down all, the word is the word logismos in the Greek, from the word logos, which means word, thoughts, that exhausts itself. So thought can exalt itself against the gnosis of God. Thought can exalt itself against the knowledge of God. Thoughts. You can actually build an empire by thoughts. You know, and I, and I think the, is it Lego? They, they've helped us put our thoughts into bricks. And I can do anything with the Lego. It can, it can just create a whole world with that. Now, see what I said here. All past uh, memories or past experiences. Memories. If you have had a terrible past, you don't forget it. You get delivered from it. If it hides under the pretense of we've moved on, and that's one of the, one of the tricks of hell is we've moved on. So a lot of you moved on without deliverance. And you wonder why you're bleeding on the next partner. He's done nothing wrong to you. You're shouting. You're, 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 he's frustrated like, because it's called transgression. You are angry at the guy that caused you no pain because you didn't hear from your previous boyfriend. That's the easy example, by the way. Now, casually says, excessive or chronic fear can be detrimental to one's mental and physical health. Fear can make you romp cuckoo. Fear can mess up your mental processes or processing. You don't know how to think straight because you are scared. And I did a bit of study. You realize that there is a the kind of hormone you secrete when you are scared. You know, just like you're writing an exam and you've got about 10 minutes to go, you have about 15 questions not answered yet. You know that level of agitation, you are scared. You're you're shaking. <laughs> Palpitation. Because of fear. Amen. Now, let's go to the origin of fear. Fear originates from the fall of man in the Garden of Eden in Genesis 3, 1 to 19. Therefore, before the fall of man, there was no fear. 
Adam could not fear because Adam had no knowledge of good and evil. Adam did not know good. He did not know evil. He knew God. And in God, there is no fear. So before the fall of man, there was nothing like fear. Before the, before the fall of man, man thought like God. God man had the breath of God. So it was the fall of man that brought about fear. Man understood what is good and what is evil. And it is what is evil that makes man afraid. All right. Now, when sin entered the world, fear and insecurity took root in the heart of mankind. Fear is a consequence of our broken relationship with God. Amen. So because Adam sinned, all sinned. Now, let's keep going again because them guys are showing me the time. Let's keep going. Now, let's talk about the types of fear. The types of fear. I like this one. Fear of the unknown. The answer to that is in Proverbs Chapter 3, verse 5 to 6. Trust in the Lord with all your? Some? Say all. With all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make paths straight. He will direct your path. Somebody said trust in the Lord. Lord. A lot of us trust in ourselves. I don't know what. See, never fail to put an unknown future to a known God. I don't know what tomorrow holds for me, but I believe the one who creates tomorrow. Amen. So I may not know what's going to happen, but I know that the one who created yesterday is able. Are you hearing? A lot of us are afraid of the unknown. We are afraid of the future. We don't know what, we don't know what tomorrow holds. We don't know, I, I don't know what's going to happen to me. I, I don't know if I'm going to sleep. And, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. We are afraid of the unknown. I don't know if it's going to, if it's going to happen. We're it, just scared. And to be honest, I want to hear the truth. Some of us are afraid of the unknown because we haven't planned today. I'm not saying that your plan is justifies your waking and all of these things. But a lot of us are afraid of the unknown because we don't trust the Lord. Amen. Amen. Fear of failure. How many are afraid of failure? You're afraid to fail. It's a good thing though. Because of that, you, Lord, I must succeed. You know, there are a lot of us that are afraid to fail, and because of that, you don't want to start. It is the fear of failure that stops you from being a pathfinder. Because you're saying to yourself, how about if I fail? Do you know how many of you have business ideas in your mind? You haven't started. If I ask you why, it's no money. It's just I want to fail. And the testimonial of success is that you tried, failed, and continued trying. If you bring a business plan to me, I haven't failed, I won't invest. I won't invest in a business plan. I want to see your track record. I can't put you in position if you haven't been hurt before. But your ability to stand up, when we fall, we stand up again. Fear of death. This one. You know when you have a fear of death, this is the one that I, I've, I've this, we need to pray. this one is the one that is heavy. It is a fear of death that if you have a little pin pull, you're running to the GP. <laughs> and do you know the problem with these things? See how demons work. Because people have, because you have a dim, you have a pin pull here, you realize that all of a sudden, the first thing you open on Instagram, oh, the sign of cancer is pimple. <laughs> you know, we understand algorithm, but you realize that there's tension. Why? How come? How come now that I feel this thing in my body, I'm seeing the advert everywhere? 
It is fair. It is fair. It's fair. That's the reason why. See what happens. Even, in, even when you buy a car, you know, when you buy your car, you think you're the only one driving the car. Once you buy the car, you start seeing the car every way. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought I was the only guy with this car. No, you're not the only one. But what's fair? The fair heightens your senses. That, that the thing that you would have heard, you would have just ignored before, now you're listening. Oh my God, they're talking about the sickness. Oh my God. It is fair that makes you any little thing, GP. GP, I, I, doctor, I woke up. Yeah, well, my eye is scratching me. You know, I, I, I had the privilege of studying medicine. My mom is not here. She wanted me to study so badly. But I declined. And the reason why I declined studying medicine, I don't know how these guys leave. Sometimes, my, when my wife will call the GP, sometimes, I'm like, babe, you don't need to call the GP for that. You, know, you and I know the answer. But it's like my wife would like, she'd like to call the GP just to confirm. Doctor, yeah, you didn't put a date. I said, babe, but you know the date. You didn't put a date. You didn't... Doctors are really trying. <laughs> trying. She wants to confirm to the T. Say, babe, I need to know everything. 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 You know when doctors sign, you don't see their writing, they just press them all. You know? Doctor, what is it? So the fear of death is something we have to pray about. Amen. Say, I shall not die, but I shall live to declare the word of the Lord. Amen. That's the scripture. The fear of rejection. You haven't been rejected, but you are afraid to try. You know the reason? Do you know what fear of rejection does to you? It tells you you're not good enough. It comes with self-guilt. I'm not beautiful enough, so the guys will reject me. I'm not good enough, so the pastor won't talk to me. Before the fear of rejection comes, you are dealing with self-guilt. I'm not good enough. It's a spirit. That's what fear does. You are guilty for what you didn't cause. You're self-condemning. And you feel like everyone is going to reject me. Amen. Fear of inadequacy. I'm not good enough. I'm not adequate enough. So you hold back what you have. Do you know God is not looking at your ability? Looking for your ability. He's looking for your availability. Mm. I don't have what it takes. No, you have what it takes. So that's everything. God doesn't use the qualified. He qualifies the called. He doesn't call the qualified. It qualifies. So when he calls you, he qualifies you. Amen. You know, God doesn't want you to be good to use you. He wants you to be bad so he can show his glory through you. Are you hearing me, church? And this is the idea of the church. I'm not good enough. The church is not a hospital. The church has two transitions. It's first a hospital, then it becomes a military barrack. The problem with the church, we keep medicating you every single time. You need to leave being a patient and become a warrior. And and this idea of, oh, the church is the hospital, and other people are still being medicated. You've been there for five years and you're still whining and throwing tantrums because the church is the hospital, taking personal every day. But the whole purpose of the church is to mature you so you stop being a patient in the hospital and start walking with your spares and javelins in the military barrack. Amen. So we are not patients. We are somebody say, we are part of the troop. The fear of losing control. 
if I start it, I, I can't finish it. So I don't, I'm not going to start it. A lot of us are there. I, I want to start it. I have, I, I have this plan in my mind, but I'm not sure I can finish it. I'm going to lose control. I'm going to, yeah, I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't. Lord, I pray for everyone here, even after today, that whatever project they start, they will start and they will complete. Yeah. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. The fear of losing control. A lot of you are like, you know, you are like, and so what the devil does, you are like buffering and buffering and buffering, or you are loading, 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 98%, you quit. Loading, 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 97%, you quit. That's what the devil wants. It feels, you feel like you're going to lose control. The other one is called the fear of loneliness. It is the fear of loneliness that makes a lot of people engage in relationships that they know will hurt them. But they've decided to be that. They cannot be alone. And that's the problem. There is nothing wrong with being lonely. Some people cannot just be by themselves. And that's why you, you use people as rebound. You haven't healed, but you need to be with someone else to rebound. You know? And that's a thing called Stockholm Syndrome. So the Stockholm Syndrome is you've been with someone who knows... You've been maltreated, but you love being maltreated. Stockholm Syndrome. You like being... You'd rather be with someone that maltreats you than being alone. The fear of being lonely. Am I going to get married? Am I going to get married? You already disqualify yourself before the devil even. Amen. So these are types of fear. Now I want to talk about what happens to the physical body when we allow fear in. Amen. Now fear can manifest itself in various physical symptoms such as increased heart rate. Rapid breathing, muscle tension, trembling, sweating, and nausea. Imagine what fear can do to your, your physical body because you're afraid. Palpitation. <laughs> you're afraid. Increase heart rate. Your blood pressure is 100 because of fear. If it's just an emotional stuff, why is it affecting your body? Weakened immune system. Fear can make your immune system weak. Is that bad? Chronic fear can lead to increased stress hormones, which may suppress the immune system and make the body more susceptible to illness and infections. Do you see what fear can make your body, your immune system, so weak that you are prone to sicknesses? Fear weakens what is meant to wage war. Your immune system. The devil will bring fear to your heart because he wants to kill you easily. Fear. I don't know about you, but this thing is bad. If it's an emotion, we have to deal with it today. Fear. Sleep disturbances. I think I'm even gracious here. I should have put no sleep. How do you sleep when you have... I mean, I don't know about you. I don't sleep if I'm troubled. Now talk more fear. It will paralyze your sleep. It's when you're afraid. You can have 25 dreams in one dream. <laughs> you wake up every 10 minutes dreaming different dreams because of fear. This thing is bad, you know. In one sleep, you will dream. You will see Jet Li, Jackie Chan, Jason <laughs> 007. You see yourself fighting in the dream. Fear. It will mess up your sleep. Bible says God gives his beloved good sleep. 
but fear will rub your sleep off you. Sometimes it is in our dream that God will give us prophetic words. But one of the ways the devil will steal your prophetic dream is by stealing your dream. Prophetic word is by stealing your dream. We call them dream thieves. Amen. Sleep disturbances. Digestive problem. No, that one has happened to me a lot of times. When you're afraid, you can't eat. You start, you know, fear can cause gastrointestinal issues such as stomach pain, diarrhea, constipation, loss of appetite, as the body diverts resources from the digestive system to prepare for fight or flight. So it, 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 it carries this thing, man. It diverts the resources away from the digestive system. So the resources that is needed to digest your food is taken away from that space and activates your flight or fight. Do you know when you're afraid you can't eat? What would the food, how, how would you eat? You can't even, the, the, the sight of food, you are scared. Fair. A lot of you are losing weight not because you are fasting, because you are afraid. Are you hearing me, church? It's not anorexic. No, you are afraid. Cardiovascular issues. I know that one is cardiac, it's heart. Prolonged fear can put a strain on the heart. <sighs> you know, I say to people every time when I talk about fear, why do you want to wait till two months' time to address what you can address today when the result will be the same? Why are you waiting? Why not just deal with it now? But because the people that reject you now will reject you later. Right. What's the point holding on? You're afraid. And I tell you a lot of time, the best that can happen, they can they'll kill you. And then we know they won't kill you. Cardiac issue. Heart condition. Prolonged fear can put a strain on the heart, causing elevated blood pressure, increased heart rate, and a higher risk of heart disease or stroke. Fear can cause stroke. You know the worst one I don't like? Fear of what people think about me. Who cares? And the funny thing, they don't think about you. So you're very conscious of what people say, and people are not saying anything. Because you've already created a perception in your mind that people will say stop. So you're afraid of entering the space because you've created a whole movie that people are talking about, they don't have your time. <laughs> Fair. Fair will make you miss opportunities. Because you feel like you don't qualify to apply for the job. Amen. Men, no men, mental health concerns. Chronic fear can contribute to anxiety disorders, panic attack, depression, and PTSD. Do you understand what I'm saying? PTSD. Let's keep going. Impaired cognitive function. Fear can negatively impact memory. This is neuroscientific. Fear can affect your mental processing, memory. And I don't know the name they call it. I know the other people call it dementia. The, is it amaz? Yeah, that one there. Fear can work on the wiring of your mind. Affect your decision making. 
Because of faith, you make you know, irrational decisions. You are afraid. I make, it, I make it decisions you shouldn't make. As the brain focuses on perceived threats rather than the cognitive risk, hormonal imbalances, your hormone is going from Sokoto to Joss. <laughs> Constant fear can lead to elevated cortisol levels. And I think what the hypothalamus does, it, it balances the cortisol. But fear can impair that balance and create Issues with your hormone. I was reading a study, and this might sound a bit graphic. Fair can make a woman miss her cycle. Your cycle becomes irregular because you're afraid. It will distort your hormonal. It will distort it. Fair will make you release unnecessary adrenal gland or hormone, and then you get to a level of ecstasy and you're wondering because it passed the normal level of your operation, bodily function. It is fair that make you miss it in prophecy. You have a word of the Lord for someone, but you're too afraid, so you missed it. Do you know how many people you've killed? Do you know how many people you've killed by holding their words that would have saved them? Do you know how many people that are living in poverty now because they have the word of the Lord for their businesses but they refuse to release it? Do you know how many people are suffering today because you are afraid to release what God gave you for them? Fear can hold destinies back. Who told you I don't get scared when I, when, when I want to release the word? Do you know what the devil tells me? Are you sure? But I say, then the truth, if I miss it, I miss it. If it's correct, it's correct. If it's not correct, oh yeah, sorry, I missed it. But, I, but I'd rather be wrong than hold back truth. Fair. Fair will tell you it's in your head. Oscar, don't embarrass yourself now. Amen. Chronic pain. Fair can exacerbate or contribute to chronic pain as increased muscle tension and stress hormones can worsen existing pain or create new ones. It's crazy. Now, what happens to the mind? I'll be very quick. Anxiety and stress. Fear can lead to increased level of anxiety and stress, which can affect the individual's mental health. Mental health. Daily functioning. The quality of life. Chronic stress may result in physical health issues like high blood pressure. Fear. You know how the devil can kill people? If you already have hypertension. And I have fear with hypertension. You just slip and text you. Hyper, hooper, tension, stress. The highest level of stress. Then fear comes in to take you. Cognitive impairment. Fear can interfere with cognitive functioning, causing difficulty in concentrating. You are doing schoolwork, you're not concentrated because you are scared. You are afraid that you fail anyway. I'm afraid I won't do well. So you won't even do it at all. I'm afraid I won't succeed. Do you know the devil will just wait for you to confirm that you're not qualified? And he just stamps it. She said it. I didn't say it. If he confesses it, he activates it. If thoughts are this powerful, why not think of being wealthy? Fair. 
during the corona pandemic, just the thoughts of coronavirus, if you have a little sneeze, you start having all the symptoms. At the point, I was asking, am I having shortness of breath? I was like, I was driving, I'm like, okay, it's not short, it's long. Because the coronavirus, every little thing you do is coronavirus. You start having others, you start sweating for no reason. The AC is on in my office, I'm sweating. I say, yeah, 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 corona, corona, corona. And it's just a sneeze. Fair. Because of fear, I stayed in my house. I stayed in my house for six months. For fair. I didn't come out of my house. That pandemic time, fair, fair, fair is a bastard. <laughs> Emotional imbalance. Fair can lead to emotional imbalances such as irritability, mood swing. <laughs> you are like from end to end, just spectrum is end. You are excited, the next minute you are just angry. It's not. It, it's a spirit. It's a. It's mood swing. The devil is mooding your swing or swinging your mood. All right. Fair conditioning. Fear can lead to the development of phobias, a type of anxiety disorder characterized by excessive irrational, irrational fears. This conditioning can make an individual more susceptible to future fears. And, and you, you are afraid of, you know, the, the thing about fear is that you, you, this fear conditioning makes you afraid of the next fear. You are, you are delivered, but you are afraid of the next demon. So it, it sort of programs your mind for another kind of demon. It's, this thing is a watcher. It's, it's a gatekeeper. You're afraid if I get delivered, others will come. Fear conditioning. Your mind is conditioned to fear. Impaired relationships. Fear can negatively impart the relationships as it may lead to reduced trust. Amen, church? Amen. It is because of fear you don't trust. I will never trust men anymore. Never. <laughs> All men are the same. Who told you to try them? It impairs the relationship. You don't trust people. You know the reason why? Because you are scared. And that, you have to deal with this because a lot of you will end up chasing your man because you are afraid to trust them. And you know what the devil does? He makes you find faults and not credit their well-doing. So you're always looking for him to make, make a mistake. I mean, think, about, think about it. You're looking for the guy to make, I have caught you. All men are the same. <laughs> so you're just waiting you're just waiting. Thank you, babe. You're just waiting for the guy to make a mistake. Risk of mental health disorders. I won't go there more. Avoidance behavior. Fear can result in avoidance behavior. You know what that means? Avoidance. I'd rather keep to myself. I want to avoid it. I don't like to. I don't want to be among people. I want to keep to myself. You avoid people because you're afraid that you might mess up the relationship. Amen. And some of you don't know we do it. Reduce self-esteem. Also, sleep disturbance is there as well. I'm rushing it, rushing it now. Now, what happens to the spirit? Fear can hinder our relationship with God. Isaiah 41 verse 10. Fear can lead to distrust and disobedience. Deuteronomy chapter 31 verse 6. Fear can cause us to lose faith. Matthew 8 26. Fear can lead to spiritual paralysis. 2 Timothy 1 verse 7. Fear can make us susceptible to the enemy's lies. 1 Peter 5, verse 8. Fear can keep us from fulfilling our God-given purpose. 
Joshua 1 verse number 9. Fear can lead to isolation from others and from God. Psalm 27 verse 1. Fear can make us focus on our problems rather than God's power. Psalms 56 verse 3. Fear can prevent us from experiencing God's blessing. Luke 12 32. Fear can limit our spiritual growth. Now I want to talk about the destructive nature of fear. I'm looking at the time. The destructive nature of fear. When fear becomes excessive or irrational, it can have detrimental effects on the mental and physical health, relationships, and overall quality of life. Here we will explore the destructive nature of fear and its impact on various aspects of our lives. Number one, mental health. Number two, physical health. Number three, decision making. Number four, relationships. Number five, personal growth. Are you hearing me? Number one, mental health. Fair, we talked about it. Physical health, we talked about it. Decision making, we talked about it. Relationships, we talked about it. Personal growth, we talked about it. Just because no one has done it doesn't mean you cannot do it. I say this every time. You are like the car in front of the traffic light and it was red. Now it's amber and now it's green. If you don't move your car, the cars behind you cannot move. God is waiting for you to move. You are praying for generational blessings. You are the generational activator. If you don't unleash, unravel, go. Generations are going to be behind you, broke and poor. But you know the problem? Apostle, I need template. No, create one. Create a template. Everyone who became a name to the global around the world, they didn't have an example to follow. They tried their mistake. One of the greatest jazz pianists is Oscar Peterson. Awesome pianist. And a careful analysis is the best pianist in the world. He was at the time. It's late now. And they asked him, why are you so good? He said, jazz is not jazz until I play some wrong notes. What makes jazz jazz is playing wrong notes. If the music is clean, it can't be jazz. You can't play jazz on major skills only. And so people think, say, people, I'm an amazing jazz player because I play the wrong notes. The wrong note gives it a jazzy effect. You cannot expect to have everything 100% before you start launching. Cast your net into the deep. Are you here in church? There were several biblical characters who initially struggled with fear, but eventually overcame it. Amen. Number one, Moses. Initially, he failed to confront Pharaoh and lead the Israelites out of Egypt. However, with God's help, Moses overcame the fear and successfully led Israelites from, 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 to their freedom. Gideon was afraid when God called him to deliver Israel from the Midianites. Esther, a woman. Esther was initially afraid to approach the king to save her people. You can imagine, if Esther had not, if Esther had not gone to the king, there wouldn't be no Purim today. We enjoyed the Feast of Tabernacles, but someone was responsible for that. A woman. Amen. Amen. God will always send you a Mordecai. Are you hearing me? God will send you a Mordecai. As long as you are ready to learn, God will send people to you. 
Lord, I don't have anyone. Do, do, do you know Esther? Oh, Lord, help us today. Esther had all the, all the, well, all the beautiful women there. She didn't even qualify to be the most beautiful one. But she tried anyway. She went to the beauty pageants. I don't, think what it, I don't have what it takes. Are you available for God to use? You know, you know God don't use anointed people. He anoints broken people. God doesn't wait for anointed people to use them. He finds broken people and anoint them. Are you here in church? Esther was an example. Jonah, Peter, Paul. All these are examples. Now, because of time, let's look at Jesus and faith. Why would Jesus fear when he has no sin nature? He can't fear. But a lot of times he will confront people. The Bible says Jesus spoke about fear on several occasions in the New Testament. He often encourages followers not to, have, not to be afraid but to trust God. And these are some few scriptures. In Matthew 10, 28 to 31, Jesus tells his disciples not to fear because those who can kill the body but cannot kill the soul. You find that in Matthew 14, verse 22 and 23. You know... Um, you find it in John chapter 14, verse 27. During the Last Supper, Jesus confronted the disciples before his crucifixion by saying, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give you as the world gives. Okay? Let your heart be troubled and do not be afraid. Luke 12, Matthew 6, verse 24 to 34. Oh, we're almost done there. All right, so now we see all this thing about fear. But let me help you here. This thing called fear masquerades as emotion. Whereas it's a demon that triggers it. This thing called fear comes across as fight or flight. Whereas it's a demon that weakens your physical body, your mental space, and your spiritual journey. So you need to realize that this demon opens the gates for you and allows other demons to come in. Fear, for a lot of people, has a lot of meanings. The next slide. And let me see what fear means to you. Right? Which of them? Is it false evidence appearing real? Is it face everything and rise? Is it forget everything and run? What is fair to you? Which of them is there? Number one, is it face, is it false evidence appearing real? Is it face everything and rise? Do you like that one? I face everything and I rise. Is it forget everything and alele run? Is it frantic emotions amplifying reality? Hmm. Real things amplifying reality. Or is it future events already ruined? What's the point to pray? My future is ruined already. So because my future is ruined already, forget everything around. Or is it frustration, emotions, anxiety, reactions? You need to know where fear is to you. Or is it fairly expected and received? You have to be honest with yourself because every one of these things here, one of us have it. Or is it fearful experiences are reoccurring? Oh my God, I'm afraid again. Or forgetting every available resources. Or focused energy against resistance. I will ask you again. Look at the slide there. You have, to be, you have to be honest with yourself and ask yourself, is it really face everything and rise? Can you rise in the midst of adversity? Or, man, forget everything and run. But that's where a lot of you are today. 
Forget everything and run because I don't qualify for this. It's not going to work. This is, this is beyond me. Do you know what fear would do? It is fear that will make you receive an interview from a company you just applied for. You know some of us back in the day, they were just applied, let, let me just try it. And they see a job for 60K, 80K, you just apply, and boom, they invite you for an interview. Do you know a lot of people are so afraid they wouldn't even go? Do you know how a lot of you don't get a job? It's not when you apply, it's the thought of the interview. I don't know if I'm going to fail it. There are people that get jobs very easy, but they don't get a job because they can't start the interview. You always get, oh, coming for the second interview, the third interview, and then boom, you're speaking to your um, recruiters, your HR, head on the, and you can't even talk. You're stuttering. It is fear that makes you stutter. Yeah. And, and that's the reason. It, it, it was fear that made Moses <laughs> say to God, I'm a Moses was not a stutterer. Moses never stuttered in the scripture. In fact, if I, I said it last time. I don't know if you believe that Moses was a stammerer. You saw it in the scripture, right? Did I show you the scripture last week? The Bible says he was a man of impeccable speech. He was not a stammerer. How, how, how can I be? Moses wrote the longest song in the Bible. Last chapter of Deuteronomy. How can a stammerer, uh, 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 how can I write long songs? It's called excuse. I'm afraid. He was afraid. He was afraid to stand before Pharaoh. That's why God made him a God. Chapter 7, the Bible says, I'll make you a God before Pharaoh and the brother Aaron a prophet. Fair. Fair will make you confront your Pharaoh. Fair will stop you from confronting your Pharaoh. Fair will make you feel like, you know what? Do you know what, do you know what fear does? Fear tells you a stone cannot follow giants. Faith tells you a stone will kill Goliath. Does it make sense to stand before a giant with stones? Fair. Fair will take from you what has your name on it. Fair will make you mess up relationship that is there to hold you and launch into your future. It's a spirit. But the spirit is only waiting for you to say, I'm not qualified enough. So they're trying to tell you, hmm, future events already ruined. Do you know what fear does to you? It makes you prepare for failure. You, you are preparing to fail. It tells you something like, let me just do it, I'm going to fail anyway. It conditions your mind to, I don't qualify. You want to hear the other part? Is the part that they may not like. It is fear that makes you take nonsense from men. You are afraid that if you lose this one, no one will come again. So the guy might treat you and treat you like a, like a fool. And you are there forcing and begging a man that treats you like you are nobody. Fair. If I lose this guy now, I won't have another one that you are afraid. So you take every crap from every man. Because the one that you have right now is, is messing you about, but you're still staying there. Faithful woman, faithful girlfriend. 
Because in your mind, men are cursed. If I lose him, none other man, and you're taking foolishness from a man. Because you're afraid that there are no men in the market anymore. Fair. Fair will make you so desperate for what you, have, what you value. Fair, if you knew who you were as a woman, if you knew who you were. But guess what fear does? You're not good enough. So lower your standard. And a lot of you are taking this foolishness from men that naturally should be begging you. But guess what fear has told you? Men are scarce. So just manage your foolishness. Are you hearing me, church? That's what fear does. Makes you feel like you are nobody. Makes you feel like you don't qualify. It is fear that makes people talk. You can't talk. You have an answer, but I don't know if they will hear me out. I don't know. Fair. It is fair. It is fair that stops you from applying for that grant, that job, that's something that you qualify for. But if I spend the money now, I don't know if I'm going to, I don't, fair. It's a demon, it's a spirit. Fair. We'll tell you what's the point. Let me tell you what it tells you. Your, your grandma didn't do it. Your, your mother didn't do it. You think you're going to do it. Many of you are limited, not because you don't qualify, but because fear is telling you, you know what? Forgetting everything, forgetting every available resources and run for your life. And fear comes across like, you know what? I just want my space. But what fear does, it kicks you out of community. And now you are lonely. Are you hearing me, church? It's a spirit, it's not an emotion. It will deal with your physical body, your mind, and your spirit. And I want to look at this today. If it is false evidence appearing real. Once you are able to deal with fear, I promise you your prayers are already answered. Do you know the worst thing fear does? Even fear tells you God will not answer your prayers. Are you hearing me? Oh, you've sinned. Condemnation. Ah, you've sinned. God, now, God, no, 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 no. God will answer you. Fear will give you self-condemnation. Are you hearing me, church? I don't, I'm not good enough. I don't qualify for this. I'm not, I'm not good enough for this stuff. Fear. What fear will do? Fear will make you not know, apply for the job that you know you qualify for. You'd rather take something low. I just, I don't know if they will. Fair. Fair, fair will make you doubt if you went to uni. You start questioning, why did I even go to university? Why? Sometimes you forget you went to university. You are filling the form, they ask you, do you have a degree? You start thinking, do I have a degree really? You do. <laughs> but fair will make you feel like you don't qualify for the role. This thing is bad. I'm not even joking, guys. I have seen people tell me, Apostle, how do you prophesy? I say, I prophesy because I don't let fear speak. Try it. That supernatural dimension is easy. Uh, do you know how many times I give a word the devil tells me, are you sure? Fear. It will stop everything that God has for you. Amen. Now the next slide said it, and, 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 and I like the next slide because that the Bible is intentional because every day of the year, the next slide, every day of the year, are we there? Thank you. Guess what it says? 
365 times in the Bible, it says, fear not. Every day you wake up, I fear not on Monday. Every 365 times, the Bible is intentional. So when you wake up in the morning and the devil tries to tell you, let's see what happens today, I fear not. Not afraid of you. Why? Because the mercies of the Lord are new every morning. 365 times he says, fear not. And when it says, oh, did, did it give me grace? Thank you. That's a lot, that lot of time. I'm not afraid of the noisy pestilence. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. Because thou art with me. Why am I afraid? Why am I afraid of what Jesus already conquered? He did not understand me. Oh, just in case you haven't understood, I have, I won't even tell my wife. I will sit in my office and I'll speak to demons. Yeah, I speak with them as well. Tell me, you have to preach a sermon today. Oh, I'm going to preach a sermon today. Do you know what I did? I woke up, my wife was surprised this morning. She might be wondering. I woke up like 6 a.m., like 6 ish in the morning, went to shower. She said, Where are you going to? I said, I'm going to my office because them demons were disturbing my sleep yesterday, babe. I didn't tell you. So I woke up very early. She was surprised. Where are you going to? What? I said, I'm going to my office. I took my shower, sit in my office, put, the light, put off the light and just lit a candle. The, the, the scent candle, I like it. It smells very good. <laughs> I, I leave it in my office. Yeah. Do you know the reason why? Because the demon summoned and said, let's talk. The demon of fear said to me, let's talk. I went to my office, shut my windows, you know, the, the, cut the blinds, stayed in the office, lit up the candle, and I said, let's talk, really. Why do I want to talk about fear today? They don't, have to, they don't have to know about it. But I don't want the church to be in fear. We're going to pursue out of the church today. But I had a conversation with him this morning. Because he's a real person. Yes. It's not an emanation. It's a real thing. It's a real demon. Telling me, don't tell the church this secret. Make them feel it's emotional. and Make them feel it's mental. Make them feel it's a, a, an emotional response or fight or flight. Don't tell them it's a spirit. And I said to them, are you, are you being serious? Are you being serious? And I stayed in the office and I looked at the demon in the face and said, well, I'm going to tell them. Then I called one of my daughters in the office and said, let's talk. You know the reason why? Because this thing doesn't want you to know. Fair. Not saying that you shouldn't capitalize on risk in your businesses. Do you know how many people had the opportunity to invest in certain businesses at the time that they should invest because of faith. Their mates are millionaires. And all they needed was just 100 pounds or 1,000 pounds. Invested this thing. I remember, I don't know if you remember the cryptocurrency time when it came out. Uh, I, I, I put some money there. Baby, I told you to put money. I told you. I told you. I told her. Now, now she's taxing me. I put money there. She said, every day I was making 10,000 pounds every day. Was, 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 it, was it Sheba? Was it Sheba, one of the coins? Every day, 10K. For like four days straight or five days straight. Guess how much she put? 200 pounds. And she put the money and took it back two days later. See, I'm not sure this thing is going to crash. But every single day, 10K. Guess what? I knew that it was risky. But I was, I said, I'm not going to be afraid. Others, I, I put the money there. Every day, thank you. I was withdrawing every single day for like five days. 50K one week. Mm-hmm. But hear me. 
I had to overcome fear. The money is finished, by the way. <laughs> yes, she finished the money. <laughs> she, she took it back from me somehow. Yeah. But I had to understand that there was a window and the devil will not stop my blessings. Amen. I think I've got one more slide to pray. The one more slide is just the, the verses you need to read in your own time about fear. But I want to end by saying this. The Spirit stands in front of your heart and looking for the moment of your vulnerability. Open up the door for other demons to come in. Those guys are talking outside. They tell them to come back into the church. Allow the devil, I mean, the devil opens up your heart, allow other spirits to find access to you. It is fair that open the door to depression. It is fair that open the door to suicide. It is fair that open the door to all form of rejection. It is fair that open the door to heaviness because fear is a watcher. It stays at the gate of your heart and just waiting for your vulnerable moments. And once you are vulnerable at that time, Boom, open up the door and all the demons come rushing in. Now you're suicidal. Now you are heavy. Now you are depressed because of fear. Fear will tell you, you won't get married. No need to pray. You won't get married. It is fear that tells you you remain broke all the days of your life. Are you hearing me? Fear is not an emotion. For God has not given us the spirit of are you hearing me, church? For the next two minutes, you're going to pray. But hear my heart today. You're going to leave this place. You're going to walk as a bold man. Yeah. You make bold choices. You make bold decisions. Come into the throne to obtain. Come boldly to obtain mercy and find grace. You walk boldly. You will talk boldly. Stop shaking your voice. You stand before HR and they're asking you about why should we give you the job and you're shaking well you should let them know that if they don't employ you they lose are you hearing me church you don't do me a favor you're doing your organization a favor if I come and give you value stop acting like they're helping you well well, um, well, why should we give you this job tell them why, why, they, why they should why if they don't give you the do you know who you are when you walk in your boat, they will say, well, you have the job already. It's not pride. It's overcoming fear. Why should you give me the job? Well, I'm going to give you value in your organization. I know my worth. I know I can bring change to your structure. I know I can make you make, maybe make three times um, turnover. I know, I know. You tell them you know. Not that you will learn in the job. Have you done this thing before? Um, no. Why do you tell them no? Why do you apply for the job? Have we done this before? I'm, a, I'm qualified. <laughs> then you learn in the job. <laughs> or they, 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 they do onboarding, right? They do their onboarding. They onboard you to learn. You are, you are, I mean, I mean, you're applying for roles like a business analyst. You tell them, because business analysts don't even need you to be professional. You just need you to think. How to gather requirements from the project managers and take to the developers. And you understand your user. You, you just know how to analyze things easy. You know, they are, they are, they are asking you, qualify, you're you bringing John the Baptist and Moses in a, in a, in a, in a job. Walk body, don't beg a man. 
Let me speak to broke women. Hear me. I will end with this. Stop embarrassing me. Hear me? I'm serious. Stop begging men. Stop making, you, make, stop making yourself feel like you, know, you have worth. You know, like the man. The man was created in Eden. She was created in the garden. Do you know who you are? You're not, I can't allow a man treat you unfairly. You should be a walking queen. The man should beg you to talk to you. It is fair that makes me feel like I have to, I have to condescend. If I don't condescend, then it will... No, you don't bring your value down. Stop casting pearls before dogs. I know my worth. You don't death me, your loss. I know who I am. Dress well. Smell well. Carry yourself well. Have value on yourself. Walk like a woman. Stop walking like John Boo. Walk, walk, like, walk, walk, like a, walk like somebody. Walk. Walk with class. Sit and cry. You can't can see as a woman you're, you're like this woman. Walk with class. Are you here in church? I need to do a seminar one day. Walk with class. Look well. Not the one that you, the, the man is already disgusted. Are you looking? Look for. Know your body type. Are you hearing me, church? I'm ended. My time is up, right? Is that two minutes still? It's ended. Yeah, I'm ending now. Are you hearing me, church? You know, you're going for an interview and you're going like you... you see? You're going to get a job dressed like you are an employee. Yes. How can you go to a bank and wear jeans and, and t-shirts? You dress the role. Um, because it, do you know your dress can give you confidence? Yes. Dress where you will talk well. Yes. Not the one you are. Every, why, why did you wear it? There is no fear in this house. Everything you can ever become, Christ already gave you. So walk in your city, you never walk in your freedom. Tonight you will go home. Men, listen, you are priests. That's who you are, men. You're not a, you're not a, 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 a pimp. You're a, you're a priest. All the men say, I'm a priest. I'm not a pimp. Talk like a king. Walk like a king. Treat your women like a king. Stop, stop acting. If I, if I, women lifting chairs and looking at them. Come on. Do you know who you are, man? I'm helping you to understand the devil doesn't want you to know your role. The Lord has not given us a spirit of fear. So everything that has stopped you before because you feel like you don't qualify for it, I promise you this week, once you pray these few prayers with me, you will step out and walk in dominion. Say, I am not moved. 
by my emotions. I am not moved by my feelings. I am moved by the word of the Lord. Therefore, there is no condemnation because I am in Christ Jesus. I am not afraid in the name of Jesus. The spirit of fear. Hear me. I am delivered. No more chains. I am not bound. In the name of Jesus. I want to pray to prayers and I'll let you go today. This thing called fear will leave you today. In the name of Jesus. Are you hearing? Listen, you will walk in your full authority. The devil will not hold you back. You are meant for more. Say amen. Amen. Say in the name of Jesus. I decree and I declare that every spirit of fear today I terminate you. You know, they have no right to find space in your heart. Diamond, I want to speak the word of the Lord to you. The Lord is asking, why are you waiting on what he's waiting for? Don't worry, she'll hear. Because what she wants to do is outside the remit of her business. The Lord says, do it. Fair. How many of you have business plans here? How many of you have business plans here? The problem is not money. Who will overcome the spirit of fear? Marvin, hear me. I've read your business plan. I've read it. Excellent, excellent, excellent. But guess what the devil will tell you? Oh, you don't have the capital for it. That's a lie. The Lord says it's a lie. Are you hearing me? It is not capital that you need. It's to deal with the spirit that tells you that it may not work. And so when I told you, I would like to invest in your plan. I'd love to invest in it. But it is a devil. I try, have I not invested in you before already? I've invested in you. I, I believe in you. I believe in you. The, the devil will tell you, you don't qualify. No, I'm telling I know what I saw in you. I'll put my money in your business. But you have to come up this fair. I see, I see wealth. Just, to the, just last week, he sent me a business plan for myself. He sent me a business plan for me. Did his own research. And what did I say? How did you know these things? Your mind is vast. And the devil, wanted, the devil was telling you, you know, not you. Start small. Say fear. fear. In the name of Jesus. Fear. We overcome you by the blood of the Lamb. In the name of Jesus. I am no longer... A slave to fear. I am no longer a slave to fear. I am no longer a slave to fear. I overcome fear in the name of Jesus. I overcome fear in the name of Jesus. I overcome. Fear, 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 fear,
Finally. Finally, hear me. Paul knew what he said to Timothy. The Lord has not. But I believe today that if anyone here is dealing with fear, it's a spirit. And I want to pray this prayer with you. Whether fear of loss, hmm. these are for people that love their family, their parents so much. They are fearful, afraid that they might die soon. So when our parents get sick, I was dealing with that at the time. I feel tension back in the day when I call my mom, she doesn't pick. I call my brother, she doesn't pick. I call everyone in the house, they don't pick. Guess what the devil tells me? Something is wrong. I'm calling all the numbers. And all the numbers. And no one is picking their phone. And the devil is telling me something is wrong. Emergency. And I told the devil one day, you will not. Even, because I have a covenant. You will not mess up my head. I want to pray. Fear of loss. Fear of death. Fear of the unknown. Fear of trying. All this form of fear. I want to pray for you. You don't have to lift up your hands. You just pray this with me. Because I believe every one of us is dealing with some kind of fear. Say, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we confess our sins. And we ask that you search our hearts. Heal our hearts from every pain and every wound. Today, we come before you. Every fear every spirit of fear that has taken over in the name of Jesus we overcome you by the blood of the lamb we overcome you by the blood of the lamb your spirit of fear today ouch in the name of Jesus your spirit of fear ouch in the name of Jesus your spirit of fear can I have my microphone Apostle Davidson can I have you come pray for us my microphone there it was on the chair my microphone can I have any microphone please thank you can I have your Apostle we're going to agree yeah hold your hands here we're going to agree Bible said the mouth of two or three Witness is a word is established. Come, babe. You're a pastor of the church. Come. In the name of Jesus, we want to agree that every spirit of fear, everyone dealing with any form of fear, in the name of God, release the word of the Lord. Father, oh God, in partnership, oh God, with your word, oh God, for you have not given, for what you have not given has no right to stay, yes. to stand in our body, yes. from our bloodline, yes. from the future, yes. everything assigned, oh yes. God, against our body, yeah, 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 this moment, we Come yes, sir. against the spirit against the Yes, now. Yes, now. 
out of yes. the body, out of the lungs, yes. out of our body. Yes. Now we say out, out of our blood, out, out of our health. Yes. Now out. in the name of the Jesus, Rede, Shota, Shote, Sude, Roda, Rode, Roba, Shakata, Rube, Sute, Shaba, Roba, Rube, Reke, Uda, Sode, Lose, no. Everything from your father's house, yes, Lord. from your mother's house, everything that says that you will not leave to declare the works of God, everything contending against your future, everything contending against your advancement, everything contending against your health, everything contending against your assignment, Father, today. Yes. From the roots, yes. we are protein. Yeah. Yeah. In the name of Jesus, Spirit of fear. We command you in the name of Jesus. Out! stand as witnesses and we ask oh God that every spirit of fear that has traumatized everyone here at the mention of the name Jesus every knee shall bow you spirit of fear we command you today that you bow to the name of Jesus that you bow hallelujah hallelujah 